This recording is brought to you by Freedom Time Co. Beginning in an unfurnished college apartment, Freedom Time is a collective of friends turned family. At our core, we believe that justice is gospel work. And to us, justice means living in a world where all people are free to live whole and full lives, especially those who are marginalized. Together, we curate content, events, and culture in order to spur compassion, education, imagination, and action. Freedom Time is on the journey of singing the spiritual with our lives. One that loudly echoes, to be a lover of justice is to be fully human. We are Freedom Time Collective. start with action uh, it's just talking about my personal action story because um, I think that when we ever talk about action it's important to really talk about who we are um, a lot of the times when I do any activation or active pieces um, with anyone that I'm really bringing into the space we talk about our, our um, story of self um, because I really emphasize the fact that your personal story your narrative and how you are specifically impacted by the world definitely plays a part into being activated and um, beginning to be at, to be a part of the action um, and into the movement of justice. So I think that is really important to really identify who we are in this space. So just a little bit about me. I am an activist and community organizer. That is what I do for my job. Like that is my legit actual job so um and I get paid to do it and I'm very very grateful that you know we are able to be in a time where black women especially are able to get paid for doing the work so I do want to just throw that out there because this I'm one of one black woman um getting paid to do this in my my organization um I also want to let you all know that I began my action journey in high school um, I started with sexual and domestic abuse, education and advocacy. Um, we started with No Place for Hate and Stand and Serve was the organization that I began with. Um, that was my initial um, first take into actually being 100% involved. I will not say that is the first ex time of exposure, um, but I do want to say that's where my journey and my um, time doing the work began. So I think that that's also something that we can talk about as a group. Um, and then also currently, um, as far as action goes, I am a part of the AZ Child Sexual Abuse and Exploitation Prevention Coalition. Um, I do stuff with the Census Black Complete Count Committee. And I currently work at Our Voice, Our Vote. That's where I'm employed. And of course, I'm here with Freedom Time Collective. So I think that's just to really cir circle in on like where my action lies. And then also just my action plan itself consists of campaign management and creation. Um, I'm a donor, uh, and that is also just not in terms of like blood, but um, in terms of campaign finances. Um, I am a liaison for the community and a protest leader. So I do um, go out into the community, do protests, and um, do help organize those protests as well um, when needed. So that's just a little bit about myself. Um, and again, I think it's just important that we do that individually just so that we're able to really connect um, our identity to the work. And so that's why I feel like, you know, it's going to help with that action. 
So what does action look like? And this is such a small list. When I tell you, I try to really think about, you know, how, how does action look? What is it? What can I give you that is a visual um, representation? So I really had to come up with a few different um, ways that I've seen action just in my own personal space. So it looks different for everyone. Um, no person's actions are the same and no person involved in action is the same. So, so for me, I put allyship. Um, being an ally is a form of action. Um, it is a supportive role and it aims to advocate for the um, marginalized group or for the group who's being oppressed. Um, and you are present like that, I think, is the main thing that I see um, in an action role as an ally is that you are present um, and whatever the movement needs, you are there to help provide. And I think that I wanted to really um, emphasize that that is a part of the action, because a lot of times I have people who want to be allies and um, they like, oh, how, how can I help? How can I be? How, what can you use me for? But they're not present in the space and they don't want to be present in the space. They want to halfway ask me how they can be <laughs> involved, but they are not present. And I'm like, well, can be an ally, can be helpful if you're not going to be there. Um, and I don't mean physically as in you're here with me by my side, but I mean there and what's going on. You're educated, you're aware. And I think that um, I'm really glad that Ryan, Neil, and also Kenny were really able in our last workshop to talk about education and to talk about compassion and to talk about um, resources in a community because I think that those also tie into um, when you do complete action, that allyship, because then you're more knowledgeable, then you're more prepared um, to be there in those moments. So I think that's why, you know, all of this really does come together. So there's next is direct action. Um, this always should, and, I, and people could correct me, but I always feel like this should be um, led by the oppressed group, period. Um, because direct action really is that front, you know, and center that um, in the front lines type of work. And um, I know that there are people who are in that allyship level of action who want to be in that work. Um, but it's just, it's necessary to give the oppressed group that voice, the platform um, to take the direct action that they are demanding. And it is the expression of the demands. What are we demanding? What are we asking for as a movement? What do we need? What are, the, what are our needs in the community? So um, that direct action is a, is a piece of that expression of those demands. And there's a specific outcome that's expected in that direct action. So there is, it isn't just taking that step, but it's saying, hey, we're taking this step to actually get a result. So what, is, what are we doing? Um, are we marching? Are we rallying? Are we protesting? Are we doing sit-ins? And in those um, direct actions, what is our result? What, is, what do we want and what do we expect to happen next? Um, a next piece of action is a contributor. This person is, serves as an aide to the mission. Um, and this also can be someone who supplies a monetary donation, um, they're willing to donate, or they are supplying a resource. So if you've seen anything now, um, as far as like, let's just talk about marching or protesting. Um, there are people who bring water. There are people who bring snacks. Um, people who bring first aid kits. These are 
equally valuable to the movement and they and they serve as an action um and that it shows that you are um, equally involved and that you want to see things happen and change and that you're willing to put something up for it so that it can be a successful thing so we needed people during those protests to be bringing water to be checking in um because it was something that was a need in that space and we didn't have the bodies to spare as a oppressed group to do that. So when we have people who are allies or who serve as contributors, that really does bring um, meat to that action piece. Um, yeah, and then we have a consultant. Someone, a consultant looks like uh, someone who adds advice or wisdom through the movement and to its leaders, right? Because as leaders in the movement or in this in this fight for justice, um, it's important that we just we all we all collectively have wisdom and guidance on what those next steps look like, and we're sitting down at the table together and talking about it, and that there's always a voice that's able to really um, add perspective, add um, add insight on what's going on, maybe the stuff that's going on outside of it. So um, just recently on our protest it was nice to have a consultant come in and just say, hey, this is what's happening in the Capitol. This is what's happening um, as far as legislation. This is what's happening in this area. Um, just because it really did help add more um, benefit to what our next steps would be. Um, and then we're able to really make those steps intentional um, and move in the right direction. So I just wanted to say that as well. And our last piece is digital action. These are campaigns, surveys, or petitions that can be shared online and or created online or virtually um, and posts that have posts that have important resources. So I know like the big uh, controversy was like the Blackout Tuesday um, because like people were posting the black boxes and then there were posts that had resources for people who were actively protesting or people who were actually in the movement that were being um, overridden. So I know a lot of activists in collective groups were upset because that was a form of direct action and digital action was getting those resources out, was getting that those funds put up because the freedom funds were helping um, bail out people who were getting locked up. So I think that a lot of times we kind of overlook the digital action of it all. But there, uh, I know a lot of you are on change.com, change.org. I think it is, maybe. <laughs> um, but even those are really um, digital action pieces that help the justice movement that really propel that. And I think the tie-in for all of this is really into the creativity and imagination. Because like I said, this looks dis different from ev for everyone. And new ways to get involved and to participate in action come up through that creative piece, through that uh, imaginative piece. Because for a long time, there wasn't digital action. We didn't, we weren't moving or having movements virtually. Um, we weren't getting consultants or third party um, advice and perspective. We didn't have a lot of times for these movements. And, and you think about history, that monetary donation or that donation of supply. Um, so I think as time moves forward and as we continue to progress, action will look different what those steps will look like or who those people are or how those roles play into the movement will look different so i i just wanted to um 
reiterate that because I don't want us to be complacent on these are the only ways you can um, express action. So um, kind of as we move to a little bit forward is um, that reflection piece of what is a time um, you took, when is a time you took action in the face of adversity? What made, motivated you to get involved? So I want to give you all um, a few minutes to really reflect on this piece, because I think, like I said, that personal story um, also motivating you to get involved is really something that's going to be able to define what action really looks like for you and how do you take those steps. So I want to give you two minutes um, and meet back at 647 to do that. And then we can have a brief discussion on that and, and talk more about action. Okay, awesome. Would anybody like to share um, just a moment or a time where they've taken action in the face of adversity and they were motivated um, to get involved? Um, yes, hi. Uh, <laughs> I did like love the listings that you had, Denisha. So thank you so much just for your, everything that you were contributing. Um, in the thoughts of action. Um, the list that you had was excellent from the allyship down to digital action. Um, and I can definitely think of like ways that I've been able to participate in just about all of them, probably outside of allyship. Um, one in particular um, that stood out to me was your reference of like the, the black squares and things like that, like on Instagram, um, because that was something for me as like a black woman that was like just a little like upsetting or like just like a little like strange, I guess you can say. Um, because it's it was a creative approach to something um, as far as like bringing like attention to like the needs of like justice and to like black voices and things like that. And so for that, I did appreciate it. I think on that day in particular, um, aiding um, or really taking like that day as like a day of like silence and whatnot. Also outside of just like posting like a black square or whatever, like on Instagram, like really like using like that day as um, a way to like activate like my need for like a safe space or like my need for like um just like kinmanship um and so I believe I took like that day um as one to sit like in the comfort of um like my family by like zooming and talking with them or facetiming and talking with them as well as like meeting up with like a friend and things like that um and so right like when we talk about like action um in the face of adversity especially for the one that is being like oppressed it will look like a tad bit different um and it will look uh, hopefully like in the ways of either like them like activating like some sort of like action or also like them taking the action of the much needed like rest that is deserved um and so for me, um, on that day, just speaking in the realm of like creativity, like I appreciate like the creative approach of just like silencing like the the feed with like these like black squares outside of like the hashtags um, that were used to kind of like deter from like the mission in and of itself, um, and then also giving like that space to individuals who needed like the time and like space um, to learn. Um, to do those things um, in silence and then also for like the black individuals who are like oppressed um, and who are like experiencing like these injustices to also take that time to like rest and be like at ease of like seeing more things like up and down like their timeline. Um, so that's kind of like a more like abstract or abstract like way of like approaching like the idea of action um, but it's still a very very tangible one and one that like I um, activate or am a part of often. Yeah, I can think of like 
specifically um, at GCU when, when we did that sit-in um, in the president's office. Um, I feel like that was like the first, one of the first times that I had like taken a very uncomfortable like physical action in a space where not a lot of people were doing it. Um, and like the motivations behind that were in just things that my school was doing, or even just like lack of resources for, um, the black community on campus in general. Um, but I think that's something that I want to communicate to people who haven't participated in action before is the first time that you do participate, it might be at least like physically might be uncomfortable or, um, depending on the space that you're in, not celebrated or not, um, encouraged. Um, so just make sure to keep, um, the motivation for participating, like the forefront of your mind and the people who, um, you're trying to create a space of justice for, um, keeping that at the forefront of your mind when you're, when you're taking action and that can continue to motivate you, um, to do those kinds of, of actions, whether, direct or digital or um, financial, so. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I do think um, that what you said was very important that taking that first step in action is never an easy thing. Um, and that's why I feel like it's important to identify that there are multiple ways to get involved. And when we, dis when we discussed uh, that last workshop about education, um, and about, you know, finding those compassions and things like that. I think that was that introduction to um, that motivation of, of getting involved, right? Because you're educating yourself, you're finding the compassion to do the work. Um, and then you are looking at those creative uh, juices or creative ways to really involve yourself, as well as uplifting any imaginations by that oppressed group um, to get to that, that, that common goal. So it really does um, really play together. Um, and we, we've discussed this as an, a group multiple times about um, it not being linear, it being very circular um, and whatever place you start on, um, on this, this realm is like, you can sometimes start at creativity right? Your, create, your juices are flowing. You're like, oh, I'm fired up. I want to create something. I want to um, show something. And sometimes that's where I start, honestly. Like, I'm, I want to display what I feel. Um, and a lot of times that puts me in that action where I'm trying to, you know, create something digitally, or I'm like, okay, let me create an art, or let me get people um, who are like-minded in the same space, right? Let me create a direct action, um, and then it's all in that same thing as like, what are we imagining will happen um, from this creative point or from this idea, from this space? Um, it really does make a difference when you put it all together um, and you use action really as that um, launching point to really, uh, ex to really support um, the things in the imaginative, imaginative and creative space. So I do want to just, um, say that that's something that I uplift. And then I also want to challenge you all just 
um, in your own personal time because I didn't really give a lot of space because like I said before, the story of self is just very, very important. Um, it, we always do the story of, um, the story of me, the story of us, and then the story of now. So I think that it's really important to identify your story, how it relates to a group as us, and then how it relates to now. Um, and just really think about those things because we don't want to do things mindlessly. We don't want to just act and not have a purpose and not have something that is um, helping to support those actions. And that's where those creativities and that education comes in as well, because those are those are the those purposes. Those are those reasons why we actually are doing the work. Um, and and it's important that we come together using what we have as an individual to really support the collective idea. And I think that's what really strengthens Freedom Time Co. Because we have those individual creativities, because we have those individual imagina imaginations on, in our own worldview, um, we do take action um, from a different perspective and a different standpoint, but the the way we that we show action and create action is very powerful in that respect because it comes from those self narratives. We're able to identify ourselves in the space. We're able to talk about our stories. What makes us wake up every day and want to continue to do the work? What makes us wake up every day and want to keep um, showing up in the space? So that's where that real tie to action is. But again, what it looks like for you is going to look different. What it looks like for me looks different. Um, and so I just want to encourage you to remember that when you take action, that it doesn't have to look like um, that direct piece and going out and protesting. It can look any way. You can get on the internet, share the post, share the petition. Um, and especially if you are an ally, share these, these resources and information. Ask if your friend needs waters, needs, needs um, clothes, supplies, or what do, what do they need? Um, because those, a lot of times, are ways that you are participating in the overall movement of justice, in the overall action, without even knowing it. So um, that's just really to sum up this piece of action. I definitely could do a lot more, but I'm also trying to keep it in my 30 minute realm. Um, but uh, before we go, I know that there is an evaluation um, that was supposed, that's supposed to be um, set out. So I think Brit, uh, Brittany could talk about it. Hey there folks, I'm getting ready to turn it over to Ryan here in a second to close us out. But I'm gonna post a link to an evaluation in the chat if you would fill it out. It's short, but we just want to know what was great about these workshops and how we can improve. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Hey, y'all. Uh, I'm just going to read a couple quick things that I think um, <clears throat> are geared more towards the theme of imagination and creativity um, as like a benediction, and then we'll go on with our night. Um, but the first thing is from a book called Heavy that Brittany sent me by Case Lehman. Um, and I'm just gonna read a little section of it. We will find churches, synagogues, mosques, and porches committed to the love, liberation, memories, and imagination of black children. We will share. 
We will find psychologists committed to the love, liberation, memories, and imagination of Black children. We will share. We will find teachers committed to the love, liberation, memories, and imagination of Black children. We will share. We will find healers committed to the love, liberation, memories, and imagination of Black children. We will share. We will find art communities, co-ops, curriculums, justice, and labor organizations committed to the love, memories, and imagination of Black children. We will share. We will remember, imagine, and help create what we cannot find. Um, and I think that that really captures um, the idea of what the goal of all of this is, and that's the liberation um, and flourishing of marginalized groups, Black individuals, people of color, Indigenous groups, um, and just the imagination that it takes, um, because we currently do not see those realities um, in our communities at all times. So I just want to say thank you all for coming. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a blessed night. <laughs>